ten years. Three boys. One question. Are we friends? Hello, and welcome to the podcast, the name of which is the same phrase that Elmer Fudd said to Bugs Bunny on his deathbed. Ah, oh, we friends. My name is Taylor. My name's Brian. I'm Jorge. <laughs> and this is the podcast where three boys who have known each other for years try to see whether they're friends after a decade or so of knowing each other, or if it's simply inertia. Today, we're going to begin our first episode of our holiday spooktacular, <laughs> beginning with one of Brian's absolute favorite things about Halloween. Brian, what are we talking about today? Well, that was very presumptuous of you to assume oh, it that was. it was one of my favorite things. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I assumed you picked it. But maybe relax with the presumption there. Um, it is. I'm going to say uh, winners don't lose. Wi- Nailed it. Excuse me? <laughs> Guessed right. Of course. What are we talking about today, um, We are talking about vampires. Ah, ah, ah. Love it. I like and why did you yeah, have I, us talk about vampires? I was considering whether I was going to do any of those Dracula sounds. I don't, I don't think I could participate <laughs> in that. Oh, you just have one or two or more of those little drinky drinks you have right there, and I can't wait to hear Count Chocula. You're you're gonna gonna have to teach me how to do it, right? Or as you uh, as you so eloquently wrote it out, Taylor, uh, Count Chocolula, because you added like two separate COs and an LU. It was it was amazing. Uh, I know I'm gonna sound like a 65 year old man, but my phone is very small, and I do have beefy boy mm -hmm. fingers, and I do mess up. You like a reverse T Rex problem? Most people have right now. Everything's too big. Yeah, if you didn't know, too small. you can't, there's no backspace on an iPhone, by the way. No, 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 no. Because if you do that, you hit the uh, the L key, the L key a lot. Wow, that so sounds I just end up putting terrible. extra L's in. Yeah. It's like <laughs> King Kong holding his blonde. Like, there's no graceful way to do yeah, it. Yeah, you're not getting out of that anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Okay, all right, Brian, what, what type of vampires are we talking here? Um, well, yeah. so the homework this week was simply... Uh, read slash watch slash play something involving vampires. Um, uh-huh. I'm interested. I'm going to ask you guys, what did you guys do for that homework? Because I know what I did, and I'll get to that when I get your answers, but I'm interested to hear you. Uh, Taylor, okay. what did you Jorge, do? Uh, I watched Blade. Oh, boy. <laughs> and let me tell you, actually, uh, the movie really holds up. Uh, I did not expect it to at all. Mm. But the, so the movie has a, a 10 second like pre-opening scene where it's just a woman grabbing her neck, bleeding, being rushed into the ER. And it's clear, at, but not at first. So you have to get the view that she's pregnant. And then she's like reaching out as they say, we have to perform a C-section. Fade out. Immediately cut. No dialogues happened yet. Uh, like, you know, real purposeful dialogue. Immediately cut to um, man and woman making out. Mm-hmm. And it's clear that she's got a kind of a queen of the damned thing going on. Like she's wearing a leather duster As and a crop do. top because it's the 90s yeah. and goths are cool. And they're in a meat locker and they're going to this like secret club inside of a meat locker and hunks of beef are going by. But then something in a bag goes by and the guy goes, oh, wait, what was that? And she starts making out with him. And then they go to this club. They're dancing. It's getting more sinister, but nothing happens. The sprinklers turn on and everyone gets covered in blood and the guy starts <laughs> freaking out and suddenly vampires are all over the place and he walks up and he sees these two leather boots. He's crawling on the ground, sees these two leather boots and there's Blade in all leather, 
not a speckle of blood on him, even though the sprinklers are still on <laughs> and he just kicks ass. They just, they don't hold your hand about anything. Vampires are real. This guy's going to fuck shit up and we're doing this. Like it's, it was so good. Okay. So that was, don't, that don't was the answer Taylor. to, that was the answer to what did you watch? Um, oh, sorry. Jorge. Sorry. Yeah, no, please keep going. <laughs> keep going, Taylor. I didn't just do the whole damn movie. Great Blade it. review going on right there. But um, meanwhile, in the excited. actual episode. Um, yeah. Jorge, if what did you watch or do or read or something? I was going to say, if anyone's wondering why I'm never smiling in any of our pictures, it's Taylor. It's just having to listen <laughs> to Taylor day after day after day. It's the sad realization every time. Yeah, I, I did a double feature and I watched uh, Fright Night and Fright Night 2. Because I watched Fright Night every halloween i think is the original one i assume yes okay i've never seen yeah it. you have to say that now because there's a remake <laughs> yeah no i i searched for it on a uh, my apple tv mm-hmm. and all they would come up with is the remake and the now sequel to the remake and oh, I, w- I was ready to scream <laughs> that's completely <laughs> fair uh for my sake Jorge, what is fright night about like i really don't know it at all sure uh there it's 80s it's really really 80s i love Hell it yeah there's a boy. It's a. It's got like a rear window. I was gonna feel. say it's rear window with he vampires. Looked, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just looks out his window. He sees vampire shit going on, and uh, he gets the help of a TV vampire hunter, <laughs> who's awesome. who doesn't actually believe in vampires, and they so he, he convince him and go fight the vampires, and it's it's really intense. And I love it. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I will definitely check that shit out. Yeah, yeah. And Fright Night Part I Two for... was terrible. Oh, of course. I mean. It was called Fright Night Part 2, and I never heard of it until you, you just said know. that now. There's no <laughs> way it wasn't going to be good. Uh, as for myself, I watched <laughs> a beautiful little ditty that I had never seen before, though I had always heard about, was one, The Lost Boys, which was... Ooh, you hadn't oh, seen that shit before? I had never seen it before. I was, I was between Fright Night and Lost Boys. Okay, so I know that Peter Pan's group of jolly little boys flies, but I didn't think the prequel necessarily counted as vampires. It's very, it's a, it's like a gritty reimagining before gritty reimaginings, and by gritty reimagining, I mean Joel Schumacher late '80s, early '90s nonsense. And I loved it, mm, by okay. the way. This was like good yeah. Schumacher, not mm-hmm. Batman and Robin. Like also, also good Schumacher. Well, not in the same way Schumacher. This was intentionally funny. Although maybe that was too. Yes. It had to have been. I don't know. The point being, I, I watched like that's a vampire movie, with, movie about Kiefer Sutherland weirdly seducing another guy and then watching the two Corys from the 80s figure out how to stop vampires. Corey and it was awesome. Who's the other Corey? Corey Feldman and who? Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't going to get that. That was the other was one. The, uh, the Frog Brothers, right? The Frog Brothers were the um. Yeah, it was Corey Feldman and his his brother. Uh, Corey Haim was the main ki- was Sam, who's the young kid lead whose brother starts yeah. becoming a vampire. Yeah. The, so uh, are we talking about the uh, the same kind of vampires here? Are they all supernatural vampires? Because it's ambiguous in Blade. Like there's some viral element to them, but they're they are like a species. Are you guys like classical Satan vampires? We're definitely in the um, supernatural realm of vamp. Like, it's not a viral infection or some sh- bullshit like that. It's like just going, well, ooh, we're spooky vampires. I mean, hold on. Usually the those outbreaks, <laughs> like the vampire diseases, orig- that's just like the the shape that the pact with the devil makes from the original vampire is usually how it works. Oh, yeah, so technically and yours you, is you also... you get that in Blade. Yes. 
Yeah, you get it in Blade a little bit at the very end when they do that blood ritual and like I don't know the the mm-hmm. demons crawl out of the vampires and like give him god powers. The they also like resummon Dracula in like the second or third one. So there's a lot going on there with supernatural. Okay, so yeah, elements. so we're all vaguely supernatural. Jorge, I think you're right. Unlike well, zombies, vampires always have a little bit of a supernatural going on. Yeah, well, it's just like evolution. It's it's not. It's, uh, yeah, it's not just lie. like it's evolution. Like, no. <laughs> Are you saying exactly that evolution, like evolution is a pact with the devil? Yeah, we're gonna. No. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what he was I'm saying. saying. They're mutually exclusive. That makes sense. What? The devil and evolution. Devolution. The devil. Devolution. And vampire disease compared with God and evolution. By the way, uh, trademark on devolution, which is going to be my Satan-themed oh, science shit. fiction film. Um, hey, let's just hit up the Christian Science Monitor and see if we can get some of those oh, listeners. Oh boy, mm. let's get the Dove Foundation to approve us. And we'll. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> anyway, um, when man walked with dinosaur and vampire. So with, so with vampires. Mm-hmm. This is actually a question I wanted to get into, um, pretty quickly because it's kind of a mm-hmm. stupid question or a stupid thing to talk about with them. What do you see as stupid rules that they have? Because vampires have a lot of rules and powers. Uh, and they vary through every single medium, from Dracula to oh, yeah. even Nosferatu has different stuff, to the Lost Boys, to Blade, to Fright Night, to any number of vampires you can think of. Twilight. It's uh, a particular diaries, articulation of one of the rules. So in I Am Legend, Richard Matheson's book, it's not zombies, it's vampires. Um, yes. But they're, it's pure v- biological vampirism, but... Uh, religious iconography still affects them. And so he takes a cross and he shoves it in someone's face and he goes, oh, oh, God, and, you know, <laughs> and runs away. But then he finds his Jewish neighbor and he holds the cross and the Jewish neighbor tries to eat him. So he captures his Jewish neighbor, goes to the nearest uh, temple, mm-hmm. grabs a Torah and shoves it in his face to the same effect. <laughs> and he freaks like it's somehow, out. yeah, you have religious trauma from your old life, which manifests itself as like physical pain and yeah. you know vampirism. Like that, that was one. Like okay, blow it out your ass, Richard Matheson. I am not following you on this. <laughs> That's a pretty amazing. I I appreciate the effort to try and justify it, but that's really stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I just found this one out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do it in Fright Night Part Two, but I believe it's actually from the book Dracula. Okay. And it's that Dracula can be held in his coffin by a single wild rose. Wow. What yeah. That's borderline pathetic. That is, you know, that is pathetic. Yeah, that one's a little different than the than the normal. Because you just all you have to do is just drop that down. It's not even like an effort. You just mm-hmm. boop, drop on there, completely held. Then you yeah, just, it's way I cooler in Fright Night because they like <laughs> shove a bunch of roses into a werewolf's mouth and then. That's pretty cool. See, that sounds awesome. But also, I assume it's because it's 80s. So they were like, hey, let's take the thing we're doing. Because a similar thing happens in Lost Boys, mm-hmm. where they they basically do another Home Alone scenario before it was Home Alone, where they're setting up all the traps for the vampires when they come to the house. And one thing they do is they fill a bathtub with holy water and garlic. And it was another thing I appreciated with the movie, where the vampires confronting the Frog Brothers, and they're looking at the garlic because they're in the bathroom and they're looking at the garlic bathtub and they're looking up at him and he looks over at the garlic bathroom and he just starts laughing and he's like, garlic doesn't work, you idiots. <laughs> and then they go, what about holy water? And it actually does work, but... Yeah. 
it and then was, he explodes yeah. into oh, then so much goddamn he blood, and I he, love it. His blood fills awesome. the system, like the the sewage system, just pumps out of everything you can think of. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Hell yes, I really want to see like a, a a vampire movie with Dracula, like classical cowl wearing Dracula that happens in like a bad part of town and people are fighting him and they don't have any of the typical tools so they're just in a liquor store and they're throwing bottles at him and they happen to throw one bottle of wild Irish rose at him and they just like pin him to the ground (laughs) accidentally I really want to see like that weird illusion play out that's such a technical adherence to the rule (laughs) I know right it's it's a a wild rose for for very little payoff by the way I think the I would laugh. However many people listen to this episode would be like, huh, and that's it. It wouldn't even be that big of a pay. <laughs> yeah. Another you know bullshit rule. Yeah, go ahead. Another bullshit rule. Uh, running water. That's what I was going to bring Vampires can't cross running water, which to me is- I thought that was I've only ghosts. Map. Vampires no, sometimes no, no, have vampires well. too. Hmm. Um, so I was, looking at a, I was looking at a map of Transylvania. As you would. And you can, you can get- you know, pretty far within Transylvania <laughs> itself without crossing a river, but there comes a stopping point, you know, in France, uh, where the ocean <laughs> happens. Like, so how did how could vampires ever have gotten anywhere except for like securitously across the European continent? Like, you just there's a couple of well, things that aren't connected to Europe. So like, you just can't have vampires in America because... if they can't cross running water. I don't. I'm unsure if the ocean actually counts in that regard. I know it sounds stupid. But I'm unsure the ocean counts because... Well, how about the, the Great sto- Mississippi, it, then? That goes top in the to story, bottom in America. In the story of Dracula, he hops in his coffin, has Renfield and his boys yeah. put him into a ship, and then they just sail over to England. Like, it's not... It might... Yeah. It might just be that they can cross running water in a coffin. I think, so, yeah, I think okay. they, if they walk, if they try to, like, walk into it, and they're like, I'm gonna just pass yeah. through this open faucet, and then it's like, shit, I can't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah like no if I just had a garbage hose and I was whipping it back and forth. Yeah, so that was the rule. That was just because I didn't know the the, the limits of the rule. Just sure. well, that kind of kind of holds mm-hmm. that threat in check pretty pretty. Still easily, a dumb rule. It? Still also, a dumb I, rule. I yeah. find the invitation rule kind of redundant. Like non doesn't really matter because depending on the vampire, because some vampires can mesmerize people to just make them do what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the whole point would just you open the door. Hey, can I come in? No. Ooh, let me in. Okay. <laughs> Boom. Like. Yeah. I, mean, I always thought. I always thought part that of one it. was. Yeah. Like I thought that was the supernatural part. Like they have to let you in of your own free will. On the same rule, I heard a joke. Uh, <laughs> oh, why boy, don't vampires? God. Why don't vampires have unplanned pregnancies? Why? Because they can't come inside without an invitation. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You're fired. L. We're done. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate listening to the podcast. We're done. All right. I'm checking out at this time. No. <laughs> okay. So, so Brian, why, why did why did you pick vampires? I'm curious. God, this is going to sound really dumb. I am Let's legitimately fascinated by them. I always liked them in the, like, monster universe so like Mm -hmm. in the old school like the universal monsters where it's like dracula and frankenstein and creature from the black lagoon the mummy the where Mm -hmm. like all that stuff i always like dracula the most just because of i actually always liked the gimmick i always liked the idea of like yeah you can just live forever and you won't age and you'll be fine and i'm like that seems like a really great deal 
and a lot of people it's, I hate this so much when they do the movies and it's like somebody gets bit and they turn and they realize the thing and they're like this is my curse forever and I'm like dude you would like if a 250 year old vampire says that fine he's lived for 250 years mm-hmm. he's seen everything he knows how like yeah. destitute it gets fine some guy who's You're been just bitten guessing, for a asshole. week and is like, I can't believe this infinite torture I'm under. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I also love the implied that whenever you become a vampire, you become vaguely European. Like, Almost spat my beer out. To... But yeah. <laughs> it depends. It depends. <laughs> you, can drop, you can drop a thick accent pretty quick. Kiefer Sutherland does not. He gets like the sexy... Kind of, it's weird because he's like they're punks. Yeah. They're like all you know. Yeah. They're dressed in late '80s, early '90s. You know, fashion. He's got the big nice. spiked hair with like the mullet in the back. But he's like, "Hello, Michael, come with us." Be wow. and I think that's actually all kidding aside. That's why I like that movie is because it still has that allure aspect of the vampire. The vi- like yeah. every other monster is well, that's just terrifying. Yeah, like every other I monster mean, the, is just that, scary. Yeah. Yeah, I always complain about like Twilight vampires, and I'll call them like sexy <laughs> vampires. But all all vampires, the second they turn, they're like, "Oh, I, I feel so sexy now." Vampires are inherently yeah. like to men been, and women. Ex- oh, to ev- they. One of the other benefits, I assume, of being ageless and that sort of thing is just you don't give a shit anymore. You're like, I'll try it out. Mm-mm. I don't care. Yeah, Dude, you right out, right out the Jim gate, they're, they're swinging for both yeah. teams. I like, love oh, seventies and eighties. I tried women all that whole time. I'm just gonna try dudes now. See what happens. <laughs> Absolutely, God gave me ten fingers and two hands for a reason. Bring it on! Yikes! So, I wait. What I what I like about the like the particular sexiness of vampires is it doesn't seem part of the curse. Like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, to be yeah. simple is to be sexual. But like the the only necessity that they <laughs> they seem to have is like they need to feed. So rather than going out, and so you see this every once in a while, there's like the the an artful vampire that the older vampires like you're not doing it right. We're sexy. We like we like to seduce our prey in. We don't like to go out mm-hmm. for the hunt. We like to trap them. And I love that just vampires collectively like, so we're going to be sexy about this, right? Like, <laughs> I'm feeling it. You feeling it? I can't not have an erection. The blood doesn't flow anymore. So I'm ready to go at all times. Ooh. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why I like the uh, like 80s demon vampires because they both go and hunt most people and they pick one person. They're like, damn, you're hot. I'm, I'm going to go sexy. I'm going to try for you, basically. Yeah, yeah, because Sutherland and Co., including Bill S. Preston from Bill and Ted. Uh, oh, that is who that it's is. It's Alex Winter. Yeah, it totally is. I kind of freaked yeah. out when I saw him because he has a huge, like, he has huge long curls. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know you. And then I saw him, like, do, like, a metal. He's like, Bleh, whatever. And I'm like, oh, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and so I imagine the metal guitar in my head. Uh, he. Oh, they they have both sides of it. Kiefer Sutherland's like, drink from this, be one of us, that sort of thing. Mm. But then they show the main character how they hunt, and it's just, they're all in a tree, and they turn to him, and they have this lighting, and it's just monstrous makeup, and they're like, bleh, yeah. bleh and then they just murder bleh, everybody. Blood party. By the way, Kiefer Sutherland, normally it's the classic, the neck, the arterial bite, right? It's the easiest mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's sexual. Or the vein, rather. But they do no sexiness when they feed really? Kiefer Sutherland oh, yeah. bites one of the, I think they're credited as surf Nazis and it made me very confused, but he bites one of them, the surf Nazis in the top of the head, like a Jesus. maniac. 
and like you an like adult. you see for a second and it just he sinks in and you see the blood spurt out of the top and then it cuts away and i'm like this is terrible oh my god god yeah when you said like you know him. unsexily i thought he just like inartfully did it kind of like no. or like sticks a capri sunstraw <laughs> he's in not me something. in college and by college i mean now <laughs> one, of, one of the vampires in lost boys likes to take it from the thigh right Ooh. I believe so. I, I don't remember the one name, of them like, but I think one of them does. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Another yes. famous uh, vampire that I think like really adheres to a lot of the classical rules is Interview with the Vampire. Oh, yeah. That's that's the Dude. sexiest oh, yeah. I like my vampires to get. That is, that like, is oh, yeah. where I draw peak. the line. That's a great level of sexiness. Yeah, when we have Brad Pitt and Antonio Banderas Tom just Cruise. about to pop. Yeah, no, no, no. Antonio Banderas is in that movie oh, too. Was... Tom Cruise is the other one, but they're, they they mm-hmm. like they, they shoot to the past, and Antonio Banderas is one of those vampires. Mm. That is correct. I am sorry. So is Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst is terrifying. As a five-year-old, <laughs> yeah, she really is. Like yeah, she definitely great. nails, especially yeah when she's got the the human cadavers oh. like, lined up in her dolls. No, thank mm. you. I'm gonna go ahead and step out of that room very yeah. slowly without turning around, and then run for my goddamn life. Yeah. Uh, yeah you know creepy. what? What other series I actually like? <laughs> I, I lied. I said interview with the vampires as far as I'll go. Really, True Blood is probably the extent of of how bad I'll get. That one's, in terms of sexiness, that's like, I think that's peak sexiness because they just that's that's all about Anna fucking. Paquin. Mm-hmm. Anna Paquin. That, that's and an HBO right? show. And St- Stephen Ooh. Moyer and Alexander Skarsgård. Ooh. And Deborah sure. Ann Wool. Like, damn change my life <laughs> that is a good cast deborah ann wool is the one from daredevil that's karen right? page she from plays. daredevil mm-hmm. karen yeah, page. She is yeah that's absolute dime piece damn and that is a she is into D. i'm dead serious no shit i am dead serious i thought yeah, as if that wool. gets us any closer to her oh it yeah. does not it most likely well, gets wool. us farther away but <laughs> if you're listening uh my private phone number it no hey, kidding. we're uh, not doing <laughs> that <laughs> all right time to get the sensor yeah. bar Time to get the sensor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what else I wanted to watch for this? I sure. didn't get the chance to because it was actually kind of hard to find. Is uh, the little vampire? Oh shit! The one with, with the, the kid from Stuart Little. Stuart Little, motherfucker! Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I do not remember any... the plot. I remember seeing this in like the video store or like the oh, blockbuster thing. What do you remember? What this is about? Uh yeah, I watched it a good number of times. Any anything <laughs> of that intersected did. well, anything that intersected children and horror, you know, was I was all about that. That makes sense. Those were the two things I watched as a child. Uh, it was Stuart Little, the 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 little boy from Stuart Little is of hanging course. out, and uh, he finds a little vampire, but he's like a nice little vampire, but he's got a family <laughs> of like bad vampires. No, no, we got they're like, like a Casper, Casper the, the friendly, friendly ghost situation. Yeah, no, no, exactly. no, they're all good. They're all good. Oh, they just okay, eat, like, okay. Cow, cows and shit. Uh, oh, dude! There for is a vampire hunter who's after them, though. Who's a dick? Yeah, he looks. I think he might actually be the guy who gives James the worm from James and the Giant Peach, like the oh, little uh, magic worms. Pete Potwhistle, I think that's his name. He's got a that's weird has that magical name like that. But yes, he, he at least gives off those vibes. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> if it's actually him or not. It He's might just be the some, giant peach vibe. some old alcoholic looking dude. A man, a man uh, who would give things to children that they are not asking for. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can probably suss out the rest of the plot from there. So that's another thing that we should talk about. Uh, without With vampires, it's very difficult not to have a vampire hunter. Um, True. Very few, like, classically, it's 
Van Helsing, right? Um, yes. But you know, we also have like Supernatural. <laughs> uh, Dean and Sam, I think, are my mm-hmm. other. They mm. they also represent for me the other trope of vampire hunter. You either have like. I am so scared of Van Helsing. And it's Hugh Jackman, like, you're going to die today, Dracula. Yeah. Or it's always like two or a group or one like grandstand American, Chris Christopherson and Blade. I had a family <laughs> once. <laughs> now yeah, I make I could, silver bullets for Blade. I'm going to be able to do like a episode of for Supernatural per season that they have. Oh, my God. When, we, when we run out of content, it's life. just going to be me back to back to back. Yeah, but I feel like those that that's no, no correct me if I'm wrong, but those are the two types of vampire hunters that I see, all American cowboys and Van Helsing types. You're correct because both of them no, showed no, up no. in Dracula. Teen Boy doesn't know what he's doing. Where is Teen Boy doesn't know what he's doing? Uh Fright Night. In Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, there that's yeah. And then uh uh Mon- Monster Squad, I guess they're not. Monster Squad's just children. Monster Squad. That's whole that's whole Wolfman's got Nards level of nonsense. Yeah. I mean, I love that movie, but yeah, dude, exactly. Great. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Just um, the I look at each other. There's more. I mean, Matt, is is the Lost Boys. Lost Boys had a lot of team. Lost Boy Boys. Lost Boys. Doing, you know, that's like, what it is. That's yeah. the obvious one. Okay, yeah. so, so we've got that subgroup of like also uh, Taylor, rambunctious team. Shout boys. out to the fact that you used Hugh Jackman as your example for the all-American cowboy type when he was playing <laughs> Van Helsing. <laughs> No, no, yeah, no, no. He, Chris Christopherson. He, Chris Christopherson is my all-American cowboy oh. type from Blade. Van Helsing is but he, Hugh Jackman. But Hugh Jackman plays him like an all-American cowboy type. <laughs> he really <laughs> like does. he's like. Yeah. Have you seen Van Hel- that movie? That train yeah, wreck. I don't wild. even call it a film. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't age well at all. It didn't start well. It didn't, it didn't start well. It, didn't, it wasn't. Yeah, born first he's well. got the Gatling gun uh, crossbow. Yeah. He had the weird. He had the hand buzzsaw things. Yeah, Army of Darkness style. Yeah, yeah, but like not cool. And they made, yeah, they made those werewolves as buff as possible. Dude, they jacked those guys were on all the steroids. Yeah. That was amazing. It was huge Jackman. Huge jacked man. But there is like when he starts talking though, he does have a bit of a European accent. Of course, in that of movie. course. So he like yeah, he's got the tude of you know like all American killer. He's but got the he vibe because he has like the brimmed hat and like the trench coat and stuff. So like yeah. aesthetic wise, he kind of looks that way. And he's got like the yeah, steampunk I, items where it's like, this is that's the what precursor I think it is. to a it's, grenade launcher. It's steampunk, which I think is very easily like translated into American. Yeah. But steampunk for me is always Victorian England and like the rest of the wilderness that was Europe at that I time. I associate it either with Victorian England or Wild West. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's like Wild Wild West is the only steampunk nonsense. Wild Wild West is in a terrible film. It's uh, a do not well, bring up cinematic Wild Wild masterpiece. Listen, yeah, every, I'm gonna. I'm I gonna, guess we're an gonna, American institution. We're gonna have an episode on this then. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you to rewatch Wild Wild West because that one strangely holds. I have uh, watched Kenneth Branagh be half mm-mm. himself as mm-mm. a caricature. Yep. Nope. I, no, you're. Yeah. There's only one way to do this. You're gonna have to sit and watch it with us, and I that's, dare you to not have. A that's good time. fine. That's fine. It's true. I okay. We'll do that then. It's the only way. That out. sounds good to me. Um. So how how does everybody feel about Twilight? Brian. Brian. So I'll tell you about the my exposure to Twilight, and then I'll tell you my opinion on it. I okay. saw New Moon on a date, and then I saw. Uh, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 in theaters <laughs> with friends. Okay, wait. Okay, is... Really quick, was it a good date? Oh. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay, so now I'm willing to hear what you have to say. Because yes. if it was a bad date and you told me you hated Twilight, I'm going to say there's a conflict of interest. No, it was so a good sorry, date. Sorry, I don't... Is New Moon the... It is Which the, number is that? Number two. Yes, it is okay. the second one. Actually, okay. if that's the case, I might have seen Eclipse. Which is the okay. third one. They right. kind of bleed together. I either Thank saw you. the second or third one. I'm sorry. Uh, that one was... That... the. the I don't even know which one it was. That kind of washed over me. That kind of was neutral. I had no real opinions on it. I really, to be honest, I wasn't even really paying attention to the movie, if you know what I mean. Ha, 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 ha. Um, okay, see, I've never been able to do that in a date. I'm the kind of person, like, yeah, we're allowed to hold hands, but, like, I paid $12 to watch this fucking movie. Idiot. I'm watching the movie. No, I'm, I also I'm with buy Taylor concessions. on this one. We could have stayed home. Yeah. That's like, hell, right. there's a whole internet worth of movies we can make out and not watch. I'm not going to pay $12 for one, though. Damn it. That's fair. Well, it's like, why even put on a movie? Like, let's just, oh, we're doing it. Like, let's you, know do what I, you know what I did? I put on a movie, and the, you, I used the same movie every time. It was Across the Universe, because it's essentially <laughs> oh, wow. just an opera of all the Beatles songs. So, like, you yeah. could just get into it immediately. Then be like, hey, what's up? Turn around. And then you're like making out to hate, you know, all these great songs. That's pretty smooth, Brian. I'm it, not going to lie. It was my go-to. Uh, and I might smooth. try to find a copy again to have in my <laughs> PS4 just in case for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, make sure you get it on VHS. Oh, my. I'm getting. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Speaking I'll of get smooth, my killing tools Edward well. Cullen's skin. So what did you think of Twilight? <laughs> so, um. New Moon slash Eclipse, no problems with, didn't really register. Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 broke me. What do you mean? It brought you to tears? Like, I, it was all set up for the end. Like, it's like, it was basically like Harry Potter Part 2, 7 Part 2, where it's all like pre you know, dick tease, dick tease, dick tease, main event fight, you know, you're done. The problem is, and spoilers for the Twilight series, if anybody cares. Wait, should, we'll should I care? I've not gotten your actual opinion yet. About it. Oh. You know what? I'm going to leave it. But the... <laughs> it was entertaining to watch me not be able to process how stupid of an ending it was. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to recuperate a little bit of Twilight here. Um, it's, I read them in high school uh-huh. and I, I of pumped these you books. Did. I pumped uh-huh. these books in a week. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, like you, I had always pumped, been a fan of doorstop. Yeah, you did. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I pumped out and pumped it, uh, through these books. And it was like, I was always like a doorstopper fantasy reader as a kid. So, you know, like it wasn't a big deal, but I enjoyed these. And what the experience of them is, I realize now as a, grown adult is that you're reading a bodice ripper like you're reading a sexy novel but sorry what was that term you used a bodice ripper you know like the steamy scotsman rips off his latest bodice in the middle of the stable sexy accent you chose by the way (laughs) (laughs) oh my fat bastard shrek (laughs) oh come here lassie Let me just take that bodice. I'm gonna show you a good. T- I can't even fucking do it anymore. Ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but the sensation is uh, of reading Twilight. Like it's that same titillating. Ooh, something sexual is happening, and we're playing with vampires, but it's all very safe, so it's okay for you know the children. But like mm. I felt a couple times a little hot under the collar. Like ooh, I'm getting excited. Is it gonna happen? Are they going to? Ooh. Um, 
So like there is an excitement to draw from these. Like I see what the appeal was. Will I ever read these books again? No. But you know, that week I enjoyed it and I didn't tell a soul that I read these damn books for well, a while. Now you've told everyone and you've told hundreds yeah, of thousands of people now. Yeah, what That's I'm true. hearing is that <laughs> Taylor Jarrell is a deep deep Twilight fan. What I'm hearing for is that most likely Taylor Jarrell is the real like E.L. James is your pen name and you wrote that Twilight fan fiction that you turned into a successful franchise of books and movies. E.L. James, the writer of Fifty Shades yes, of Grey? Yes, Fifty Shades of Grey Nailed was it. a Twilight fanfic. Oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Through, I'm uh, saying you are E.L. James because you were so into Twilight that you wrote fan fiction that became well, very successful. I did read uh, the released manuscript of the first Twilight book from Edward's perspective that Stephanie Meyer brought out called something like Dark Moon or something. Called Red so Pill Express? Uh, like, <laughs> Red Pill Express. <laughs> called Negging for Dummies? I don't know. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> don't tell mom I went to Hot Topic Basically, again. Like, you just... <laughs> <laughs> I so I did watch the first two movies with the riff tracks for them. Yeah, we watched ah, them together. Okay. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't done that, that is that's a good time. I will be doing that. Good, because they really do nail uh, some of the production, the glaring production flaws of those movies. Yeah, those things are pretty cheaply made, to be honest. Like, and just uh, like poorly directed. There, one of the jokes they have in the riff track is they'll Edward and Bella will be having a pause, and Edward. Will say something like, "I just can't resist you," and then there'll be a full thirty seconds of pause, <laughs> where Kristen Stewart, with her mouth open the whole time, <laughs> will go, "I think I feel it too." And just <laughs> in, 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 in between those two damn moments, the riff tracks go wild. They're just line, line. Can I get a line? Can I please? Can I get help, a line? Please. Oh God, please help. <laughs> Yeah, they're very yeah. funny. They're very funny. She always, she always looks like she's been drinking too much and is like trying to stifle back the vomit so she can get with this guy. She, <laughs> yeah, she always looks like she always went drinking the night before and she is like just drinking to get over it today. But that yeah. cycle has now gotten vicious. She just can't be bothered with this film. Yeah, I hear she's really cool in real life. I'm sure she is. I'm, I'm sure and she's, she's been, been in, in better a lot of stuff. Great movies. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Adventureland was good. So, what what is y'all's favorite type of vampire? Can you clarify from what, that honestly? From what from what like series or ooh origin? Yeah, easy. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, hands Jesus. down. Like those the I, best. That's that's the, the other Vampire best, Slayer dude? we didn't talk about. No, no. There's there's good old American. There's Van Helsing types, Lost Boys, and then there's the singular Buffy. Buffy the goddamn Slayer. No, he said, "What's your favorite type of vampire?" I know, and my favorite vampires are the ones like from Spike Buffy and Angle Slayer. and all those people. Yeah, they're great. They're Why fabulous. do I feel like they're all bald? Are they all bald? None of them are bald. I, not a single one. N- is bald. None of no, the main characters. No. I think some of the jabrones are like the, the of, putties of, are are bald in their thing. No, isn't the main bad guy in the first season bald? I only watched like oh, the first um, two seasons of Buffy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the I forget his name is like the creator or something. Yeah, he's yeah. bald. Yes, he's got totally that like withered old Nosferatu look. <laughs> Yeah, he's got like the master. That's his name, the master. Yeah, yes. Yeah, he's bald and he's got the Nosferatu look, right? Oh. Yeah, but he's the only one because yeah. he's a different kind of vampire. Because gotcha. he's like an OG. Yeah. Yeah, that's just he's that big show reminds me of uh, Charmed every time. Y'all watch that? 
<laughs> See, I, because I, I had it the other way around. Charmed is just a pale reflection of what Buffy is for me. Because after that first season, man, Buffy just kicks it into gear for me. Oh, maybe I should have kept watching that. You, there's oh, at buddy. least one episode I could not recommend more. Uh, with the the guys in the suits, Taylor. Oh, the silent one. Yes. Yeah. Like that yeah. one is Gorgeous always episode. a recommendation. Do you know why? Uh, do you know what that why that was written? I have no. Uh, there clue. was a. There was a critique of the show, like, look, there's really nothing of substance. It's just Joss Whedon can write quippy dialogues. He goes, all right, fuck you. I'm going to write an episode with no dialogue. And it was amazing, and I think it won an Emmy. That, that's a very Joss Whedon thing to do. <laughs> I'll show you. Writes awesome content yeah. <laughs> out of spite. Yeah, but I, yeah. So for me, for me, it's the Buffy, uh, Buffy vampires. What about y'all? Uh, for me, it's going to be probably between Fright Night and Lost Boys. They're both like very classic type They're, of vampires. Yeah. They do all the classic shit, but then like when it's feeding time, they go full berserk mode. And, and they like have bitch in style. Yeah, and they when <laughs> I, I think a, a really important thing for me with vampires is the mm-hmm. way that they die. So in Lost Boys, Ooh, they explode yeah. into a mountain of blood, and That's in uh, Fright Night, whenever one of them is finally destroyed, it's usually by light sunlight. Yes, and they turn into like a giant skeleton wing demon thing and burn up and explode then then they have a huge explosion it's amazing that is that incredible. is way cooler than the goddamn dust nonsense in any of my vampire my typical vampire universes in your blade universe yeah well buffy same thing you stab them and they go into dust beat them up that's the same shit in buffy no it's they the go out, they go out the Helsing. which movie hmm? which movie and van helsing oh yeah yeah it's all terrible yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the time, I, I blocked that one out. No, most <laughs> of the time, most of the time they they turn to they turn to dust. Yes, that's true. Correct. No, but in in but I do Fright really Night, like the exploding. They go out the same way that uh, the demon does at the end of Demon Knight. If you've seen that, nice. Oh shit! Yeah, this is and very to similar. Be fair, that's the, uh, a mess. The, <laughs> mm-hmm. the big bad guy in Blade, the last one, does do a grotesque blow up scene. Deacon that's Frost like half. Deacon Frost, wow, good pull. Deacon Frost yeah. does blow up uh, because he the uh, like hemophilic serum or whatever that he has is how he kills them instead of the typical ways. Um, he, so he has a really nice practical effect. I'm going to blow up in a million pieces. So yeah, there is for me, okay. for me, any death scene, you should just try to layer as many types of special effects on top of each other as possible. You should just, That's especially like the it. supernatural creature, you should just go yeah. balls to the wall with it. Just you, like fire, never, skeleton, yeah. melting, explosion, all of it. At the same the time. This movie exists. It's John it's just, Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. Okay, Brian, what yeah. about you? I got it. It's, I really enjoy like the Lost Boys both mm-hmm. for the name and for what Jorge has previously described so eloquently. I kind of give love, though, to classic Dracula. Like, mm-hmm. not oh, yeah. the like not the Coppola, nothing like, like, Bela Lugosi, just because he's such oh. a pimp. Like, he's <laughs> such a, I'm clearly a foreigner, English is my fifth language. But just the yes. the the, the lines you, they I got lust. from him are so like he's just such a baller. He's got that menace. He's got that like confidence. He's got that allure. But he's not like a complete joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I show a lot of love for old school Dracula. I think he's I think he's the OG is still my favorite. Yeah, you got okay. Show the respect. Exactly. 
kiss that ring or something. I don't know if that's a phrase. Is that a phrase? Do people do that? People Hell yeah. So have kissed rings. That's true. That's true. Jorge wasn't hugged enough as a child. Brian is desperately wanting to be a sexual being, and I'm a little boy child who will never grow up. That's what I'm psychologically getting from all of our favorite vampires. I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, I was going <laughs> to say, I'm not going to say no. I'm just going to say, hey. <laughs> Oh, I'm just saying, Come like, on. <laughs> you know, you spent a lot of time, like, the kiss the ring thing at the end there was like, all right, so Brian, like, has a sexual idol, and it is Dracula. I don't even think That's of vampires as sexual, correct, apart from, though. like, oh, I like if that they do this. If it was going to be a sexual idol, it would be Tom Cruise in an interview with a vampire, because... Mm. Ah, so you do have a sexual that... fantasy about vampires. <laughs> that whole movie, I do not. Um, I do have to point out, though, because we did not spend enough time on Tom Cruise, because we, we got hung up on the Antonio Banderas thing. Tom right. Cruise in that film, so good. I arguably I think is one of his best roles ever, just because it's after an actual Tropic Thunder. Role. Like he's playing a character; he's not playing himself, yeah. pretending to be a you know secret agent or Mission himself Impossible pretending or, to be yeah. a future guy or himself pretending to be somebody yeah. else. Lestat, right? Lestat, yes. Um, Lestat, yeah. And it's that hand; it's that delicate hand on yes. the blonde wig. He's like barely <laughs> touching it. Absolutely. Ah, yes, Brad Pitt. We should move to Louisiana. Mm, exactly. Yes. Yeah, very it's, good. It's that one. It stuck with me also because both from the quality of performance and the fact that it was Tom Cruise of all people giving it. I was like, you're Tom. Stop it. Why are you acting? Yeah. And he just was. Well, that was, is the only man who could make me move to the South. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a good one. What do we think? Overall? On vampires? No, I mean for uh, are we friends? Are we? Th- <laughs> you can't just say what do we? Yeah, think? Yeah, like I said, uh, no, <laughs> what are we on vampires. What are we on thinking? vampires. It's you. I... You guys go first because I. It's my topic. Oh, is that how we're doing it? Yeah. Okay, Jorge, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Yes, we didn't we didn't argue on any of these. I thought I thought no. we'd find something we we disagree on, but. This is this is pretty tame overall. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. Um, seems as though we all kind of came in. I, th- I feel as though we all came in with eyes just cocked and loaded to roll, <laughs> and none of us did. Um, so we you know we all like vampires apparently. Yeah, I'll have to pick something more controversial for next week. Yeah, because you had yeah, a topic I'm in about mind, that too. But I'd be interested to see them different. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna also say yes because it's my topic and I want to win. So. <laughs> Oh, we're getting points now. Right. Because, well, DC okay. Comics got a soft maybe, and I'm absolutely not about that anymore, so I'm going to go with a hard yes. Hard I want all yes. my on vampire. I want all my topics to get no's. I'm going to get cross the board. <laughs> I'm going to go my with an enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> it's to get no's. So as we stand now, as we stand now in the larger podcast, we might only be friends for sure because of vampires. <laughs> Very insightful. <laughs> Wow. It's really all you can say. It might be. Yep. Well, damn. Okay. I think that's a good place to leave it. I'm excited for the rest of Halloween. Yeah. No, I'm I've been looking forward to this all year. Me too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Stop. I gotta do it. I'll add a reverb oh, or something. Alrighty. <laughs> 
All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. You can always find us on our Instagram and Twitter, both of which are at underscore are we friends or on our website at r-we-friends.com. Please like, rate, subscribe, share, tell a friend if you like us. And if you don't like us, kindly keep it to yourself. I've been Taylor. I'm Jorge. I'm Brian. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you very much.